0: And I am born, rise up, ding, ding light, litter, Hi, and welcome and to and Podcast Bill. It's Monday, August up, ting, 1st. Ting, it is light, the light light. week leading up to... Light, not Cheap Fest, not Pride, light, not Mommy light, Summer Fair, light, not Oliver Hazard Day. Those are all a couple of weeks away. This week is the much discussed... Disgust, or disgust, both, I guess, are fitting here. Uh, the... Taco and Margarita Festival is happening this weekend at the Huntington Center. Again, a lot of drama has surrounded it and uh, and the promoter of it and all the baggage and misleading things that came with that person or that organization. So we'll see if it goes off here. I have put my faith in the Huntington Center. They answered some of the questions and concerns um, after they had arisen. I'll say, uh, from the Toledo Reddit page and beyond. And even before the Huntington Center answered the questions, I was willing to put my faith in them. I don't think they would let... um, Now, everybody can be snookered, even the brightest of us. Um, I don't think they would let an event be a catastrophe. And if it looked like it was going to be a mess, somehow they would step in and save it. I could be wrong! especially now where everybody still has staffing issues. The Huntington center could want to sweep in, swoop in and save it from being a calamity, but maybe they don't have enough hands on deck to make sure the taco and margarita festival um, happens to most people's pleasure. If I hear anything about that, I will let you know one other quick thing about Toledo Reddit. My love hate relationship. Those scales are balancing are getting imbalanced towards the hate direction. We had a multitude of what really amounts to to what's-to-do-here posts in the last handful of days. And to my disappointment, there was an enormous amount of engagement. We just love sharing our opinions, don't we? Got to justify our accounts somehow. And these things just love engagement. Uh, Meanwhile, so these posts all all got tons of answers and responses. Meanwhile, uh, the story... It was, I think, from 13, the link came from uh, highlighting Jamil Aussie. No engagement. Didn't see how many up or down votes it got, uh, up or down votes it received, but no engagement. Disappointing. (sighs) Always the lowest common denominator. Not just here, but lots of places. That's why I think the show does best on the radio when we talk about food, especially local food places. Uh, I'm going to retell a story I don't think I have... I may have shared before. Do you know that I was a teenage criminal? Uh, that The desire to bring that story up again came up because over the weekend, some people had asked me about where I keep my money. So we'll bring that up, and that's kind of with my friend Katie, but others as well, so I'll retell that story and how that all connects together. Um, I am a lot of things. Some are are pretty bad in the eyes of some people. Probably not you because you are here now. I am a lot of things. And I have said before, I I think it's a strength to know your weaknesses. Uh, My biggest weakness, I would say inarguably, is patience or impatience. However you want to catch that pitch. Um, I have tried to be better at it. And I always fall a little bit backwards. must have been six or seven years ago where I started wearing a rubber band on my wrist. Not to snap myself, but just to remind myself to take a breath. Have, have a little more patience. Exercise a little more patience. Uh, uh, fend off the impatience. And because the rubber band just became a part of, like, wearing clothes, I I, I lost myself and went backwards. So it's just a weakness that I am... Understanding that at times, or too many times, I will succumb to. Because I know it, I think it makes a little bit of a strength. At least I can be on the lookout for it. I think I have a lot of strengths. I think it can be logical and practical and objective more so than, than most people. Um, I will, too, get caught up in, in emotion and emotional decision-making. But for the most part, I think I can stop myself. I can stop myself more there than when it comes to needing to exercise patience. I think my scale of strengths versus weaknesses is much heavier on the strength side. There is one strength on that side of the scale. Um, I Again, I am a lot of things. I do not. I am not. I posted this the other day on Facebook, and I'm sorry if you're hearing or, or seeing this story again. I mean, you read it the other day, but now you get the tonal inflection, the voice inflection. I am a lot of things. I am not a loser, not in the colloquial sense of the term. Like, wow, that guy is such a loser. Wow, that team is a bunch of losers. Speaking of uh, something football-related, dive into that for a couple of seconds before we wrap up. And we'll keep it brief today. Alex has uh, has been all tied up. Uh, We've obviously not been able to connect as much, but I do appreciate you being here. Um, She thought on Friday she was being removed from the podcast. Absolutely not. I cannot and maybe would not do it without her i am not a loser i do not lose things as if we had to put a scale up again one side is impatience the other side is i do not lose things they are equal i have i am impatient i do not lose things and i'm talking about like pretty much anything but the common things that most people commonly lose Phone, uh, cards of importance, and keys. Right. Uh, some, one one time, I did misplace my water bottle. I had left it in a back office here at work. I found it on a Monday after a Friday. I do not lose things, so that's why I was as angry. Talking about keeping your emotions in check, I was punch myself in the in the face repeatedly heated and upset and disappointed and angry with with myself Friday around 730. I'd gotten home. Uh, and it'd been a very busy day. It was a good day, because I was running around staying active. Um, it was a whirlwind of a day. I also had my second tray day where I went to Dr. Frankel, and uh, they gave me thumbs up for everything with the Invisalign, and I wasn't wrong. My top left tooth next to my front tooth did move I was like, did move. I said, Dr. Grace, like a millimeter. He's like, mm, less. I'll take it, and it looks like I will wear these things. If I had to guess, less than a year. Just a guess. He did say that one, the one tooth that I have the most issue with will be a bit of a fighter, but I'm in. This has been, um, this has been. Not nearly as problematic as I expected. Um, I guess thanks to my eating habits—not eating out a lot and snacking, but not constantly. So I got two new trays. I don't have to go back for six six weeks. I'll tra- I'll change the trays out. Third pair in two weeks, then another pair uh, four weeks, and then I'm back there six weeks from this past Friday. I get home, getting myself situated, about to make dinner. Where are the trays? What do you mean, where are the trays? I can't find the two new trays I was given. I do remember whether i had either stopped at Joseph's. I don't think it was there, but maybe when I, I got home from the dentist in the afternoon, like 12 before work, I do remember hearing something sounding like it fell out of the car. I didn't see anything. I figured there's not really much there, so if something did drop, I will find it. I get home, I couldn't find the trays anywhere nowhere. I do remember I didn't want to leave them on the counter because God forbid Andre somehow find his way back on the counter for the first time in like eight months or whatever it is. Uh, I, he eats them. Highly unlikely, but let's just let's just be safe. These are probably expensive. Um, I could not find them anywhere. I, I would sit here and explain to you everywhere in my home. It's not really... Easy to lose things where I live. There's not a lot of places for things to go. Um, so for three hours I was seething, and it, it, I am fortunate that whatever they would cost, five hundred, a grand, I will take care of it. Uh, the shame of calling Dr. Frankel the very next day within 24 hours, going, I uh, I lost my trays. I'm sorry, what? I lost my trays. The ones we just gave you. Yes! I even tried to do a little CBT. Uh, if you are going to lose them, now is the best time. Because it's probably going to take some time to get them made. Had I lost them closer to needing to swap them, I get behind in my treatment. It's good that I lost them now, because maybe within two weeks, time of the next change, I would have new trays ready. So, it I, I was just angry at myself, because as you... Heard me say, I don't lose things. Around 10 o'clock after watching some shows, I guess I I moved the the cups aside in my upper left cabinet. There they were. I don't know. I don't know why I didn't see them there in the first place. I thought I shuffled shuffled things around in there pretty good. Perhaps they were hiding. They were on top of the the ceiling of, of that cupboard. I, I don't know, but I have them. And my anger did dissipate, um, but I was very heated. I was like a 9 on a scale of, you know, 1 to 10. I was hot. I cooled down, and by the time I found him, I was still at a 6. So upset, bothered, angry, disappointed at myself, but I got them, thankfully. Speaking of disappointed, I think many of us are disappointed, somewhat even shocked. I'm all of those and more that Deshaun Watson, the Browns quarterback, only got a 6-game suspension for those uh, more than double-digit allegations, um, of of at, at at best the best I can call it is being inappropriate. Uh, sexual assault would be what many would call it. Um, and as, as I was listening on the radio today, one guy pointed out how you know people get some pretty bad suspensions. People get some some rough suspensions across all sports for doing some pretty pretty awful things, and they have to pay their penance and pay the penalty. But in a lot of cases, these are just really dumb. Sometimes life-altering decisions. But nothing is often not as behavioral as Deshaun Watson. Who, I don't know what the reason is. Maybe the guy had a hard time keeping relationships. Maybe there's some trauma in his life. But something within him... Seem to say, I'm going to call these massage therapists, and whether it's hubris, thinking he's an NFL player, why wouldn't these women want to do this to me? Or, for some reason, he thought this was the only, like he was embarrassed to go to a prostitute, and he would basically create his own with these massage therapists. Which, again, um, it's a physical violation, it's also an emotional violation. And I'm not trying to diminish any of their accusations or claims, because too many of them line up perfectly uh, this would be quite a, quite a conspiracy to take this person down. I, there's like a point zero zero six percent possibility of that type of scheme. So it's seemingly he is a predator of some kind. Uh, he got a six-game suspension. Many of us were thinking, you know, a season. And from what I read and heard, everybody seemed to be okay with that. That was fair. So much so that the Browns gave him a very low first-year salary, knowing he was not going to get any of that money. Six games is stunning. The NFL can can appeal it, and I guess have this all wrapped up by the weekend. Uh, but even then, what, what would it go up to? Eight games? That is not seemingly enough. Also, I, I heard today um, uh, the, the analogy made to Trevor Bauer, a Los Angeles Dodger. Who has been suspended by baseball for a couple of years now? He's making like twenty six or thirty some million dollars a year. He hasn't, he hasn't gotten a cent. The story quickly goes: I think it was no, he was. I think he was in California at the time. He was dating or hooking up with some girl, and his story is he is she liked really rough sex. Her story is he beat the hell out of her. Uh, it was thrown out of, I believe, criminal court, but Major League Baseball can do as they see fit. Um, and the NFL has. I guess we shouldn't be surprised that the NFL only has a six-game suspension because they seem to have missed more often than not. Going all the way back to the Ray Rice case in 2015, when we saw on camera him slugging the woman. Adrian Peterson after that, who hit his kid with a switch. Um, I'm quite frankly stunned that it was only six games. And, And look, even if the NFL thought it would lose an appeal of a one- Year suspension, fine. Suspend him for I don't know a year and six games, a year and and two games, and then it'll get brought down to a season, or suspend him for a season, and then inside, you know, inside the hallways they go. Fine, he gets he gets fifteen games. Uh, He gets suspended for fifteen games. I'm I'm shocked, and I look forward to hearing the discourse as to why he only got six. Uh, because this is as strong a circumstantial evidence as you would think anyone could find. Even most of these cases have now been settled civilly, I believe. And I think it was Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk, a very big pro football news site, said, in the case of one or two people, the NDAs stick. But in the case of several dozen, things always leak out. And I'm sure we will hear quite similar stories as to what we have already heard. So I'm I hate to sound so cliche, but shocked and disappointed. Someone who did all these things and put these people in terrible positions, many of whom, these women, they will never be able to recover from what he forced upon them. Uh, He got suspended for six games. And it is, is, in the accumulation of his entire salary, we'll be losing a large sum of money, but by no means an enormous sum of money. One person, one mega millions. If you know of anyone who mysteriously disappears... In Illinois, they're the one that won Mega Millions. What else do we have? Uh, We did Margarita. Oh, okay. Um, My dogs, people would probably accurately say that I don't socialize them enough. Love people. Super hyper. I think for the most part, they're good with other dogs. Andre has no choice to be good with other dogs because he's so small. There is a dog in the neighborhood that is flat out a fucking asshole. It's about a 20-pound dog. I don't know what kind of dog he is, but... My dogs bark. Diddy mostly at, at other dogs. Not aggressively. It's just, you know, the, the talking type. This dog is a f- fucking maniac. And I have to actively walk away from this animal. Um, one day last week, I saw this dog coming. And, and and I actually had to get Andre back on his leash. We were right out in the front yard. But I, I'm not going to take any risks. Because this dog is, is a lunatic. Um... I got Andre back on the leash. We walked up to where my little front patio area is, and I I hear a commotion. This dog ran up on my house, and I hear a a troubled individual. It was the dog's dad running after him. Now, I know this dog has a long leash, which now after the last week's incidents has me thinking, "This this is the wrong temperament of an animal to be on a long leash. Like, you're talking twice the length of a normal leash, at least one of those almost elastic ones, the the thin cords, it doesn't even look like a leash. I gather this person has their dog off the leash, and like this is all kinds of problematic. Um, I, like many people, when the dog ran up on the boys, froze, and I put my arm in between them. Why I didn't immediately run inside, I don't know. I guess I just wanted to keep everybody frozen and paused. Thankfully, the guy ran up and got his dog But um, I saw the dog again today, and the boys saw the dog. And this dog from maybe 70 yards away, 75 yards away, was evil-eyeing, barking back at my dogs. What a jerk. I've I've never had a situation like that before where anybody has been mean to my dogs. Um, I forget how, but it was my friend Katie's mom who was bewildered that I don't have a wallet. Um, and maybe there is something very meta here that needs the deepest psychoanalysis anybody could ever probe me with. So in my teens, 13, 14, maybe 12, I was on a stealing binge. Uh, Caldor, like a department store I was stealing uh, like superhero cards from. Remember, I almost got caught at the big mall we had. I, I put all these figures in my pocket. Like the woman, like I was too dumb to, to, to realize the woman would obviously see there were less figure figures in this fishbowl type thing she had on our counter. She said, can I see what's in your pocket? And I ran. I ran faster than I've ever run before. Didn't get caught. Finally, one time at Sports Authority, I put a wallet. I took the tags off and I put the wallet in my coat pocket and walked out. And got caught by a very large uh, security fellow who threatened to shoot me. He didn't have a gun. Um, I got caught stealing. And there was a very long dinner discussion. And I know that my dad said, we're going to have dinner every night now. We're going to talk about the day. You know, we're going to get back in the family things. And I remember the, the disconnect here is, I didn't have any money to put in a wallet. I don't think I was working. If I had any money, it was like a couple of dollars. The desire to have something that would remain empty, uh, I look back on it and I just I just laugh at it. And I'm glad I got caught then because it could have spiraled into something far more serious. Um, me not carrying a wallet now, I don't think, has any emotional... I don't think I have emotional damage from that that keeps me from carrying a wallet. But it's just a lot easier... I only carry two things. Well, I carry my debt. I carry I have my debit card and my license. What else do I need? I have a car key, but I don't have house keys cuz I go in through my garage. So it's two cards, a small key fob, actually it's bigger than most that I've had, and my phone. What are all these men keeping in their wallets? I never wanted to have that big bulging back pocket. There's a Seinfeld. Seinfeld uh, episode with George where he loses all his receipts in the middle of the street and he loses his mind, look that up if you'd like um, I, cannot e- I cannot fathom what other people put in their wallet library card Social security card, credit cards, I have never ever needed more than these two cards, I think I keep some random Dunkin' Donuts cards in my glove, my glove or my car somewhere, like the 78 cents left in a Visa gift card that I'll, I'll remember to use up and get down to zero. What other cards would I need to justify a wallet? And I know we've given them out as radio stations for a long time um, the pocket protector things that go on your phone. I never got that either. What do people often lose? Their phone. So now when you lose your phone, you've lost all your important cards as well. No way. I just don't know what I... I don't see the need for a wallet. Um, Listening to uh, another one of those podcasts today where I've gone to get much smarter about um, finances and and economics. uh, The Plain English Podcast with Derek Thompson. Thank God he cranks out a lot of content. Sometimes like three days a week. Um, He had someone on today. And let me throw this at you. um, the, the The top line of the R word... The I word, all the words that we hate hearing right now uh, Top line is There are times where there's always someone Lower economic standing In a recession um, And I hope People like this podcast and others Pull apart the idea that we are in a recession I mean, We don't need a word To define something It's kind of like a relationship um, You can look at each other and go Yeah we shouldn't be talking to anybody else You're in a relationship That R word, you don't need it's already there. Some people will be in a recession now. Some people won't be. They explained in this podcast, they have looked back. um, They have looked back at certain economic times in the last 20 years, and they've uh, gotten new data and said, it wasn't as bad as we thought. So maybe not a recession, but whatever. Um, It's a very personal thing. You either can't afford what you did before or you can't, and have to have major cutbacks in your life. They did bring up a good point, and they didn't quite go down where I expected them to in this podcast, but I'll throw it by you. Um, We based the recession on, was it like two down period, two two down quarters of GDP? Um, But the other way to look at it, I guess, is we can't compare some of the typical numbers we use, um, across the board I'm not going to repeat them Because we're all tired of hearing about them Good and bad But shouldn't we be care? Uh, shouldn't and granted The world has forever changed As now is seemingly a wonderful time To be a virus on earth uh, COVID still doing what it's doing Here comes monkeypox Great time to be a virus on earth So if there are any alien civilizations That want to take us out Just introduce a virus No need for lasers Or whatever other kind of weaponry you have Shouldn't we be we, we be comparing again? Understanding the world is different, more different, it, it changed forever. Shouldn't we be comparing a lot of economic statistics, not to 2021, not to 2020, for the obvious reasons? All the people that were out of work, all the things that we bought, Peloton, uh, all the things that we return, pets. Um, then we went back into services. And supply and demand and all this stuff. So so much was so different behaviorally, which leads to how we spend our money, if we have any, if we got extra over the last two years. So shouldn't we be doing? Shouldn't we be doing more comparing of current economics to 2019? I can't go much farther than that with this thought. But maybe it's a good place to start. I'm glad you started. Maybe your day, maybe your afternoon, maybe your evening here with today's podcast.